Hey y'all, welcome to Sisters in a Glimpse. Two friends turn sisters, sharing glimpses of God's glory with all kinds of truth, laughter, really everything in between in the midst of this story we get to call life. Hello! <laughs> so, so Abby wanted to open with talking like Frank from, from Father of the Bride. <laughs> I love him so much. Do it again. Do it again. Hello. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else that he says. I know. Um, We're trying to think of new ways to say hello. You would not think that that is like the it, hardest you, you part think it's hard, but of it the is. podcast. But it is, it is hard to say hello. Or in hey, guys. A lot of different ways. Ways. Mm-hmm. So without also sounding absolutely ridiculous, like I just did. <laughs> so if you're one of the five people yeah. that listen to us, give us some ideas. Will you please just kindly say, hey, you know, whenever I'm in my car listening, I'd really prefer you not to yell hello in my ear. Um, can you please open up with maybe a little more gentle opening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Just let us know. Yeah, just We're let us know. We uh, that's literally the hardest part. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, if that's so, our worst, if that's the worst battle, I guess we're doing pretty. Good. We're doing okay. I mean, overall, we consider ourselves doing pretty. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. So, how's your day been, Abby? It's you know, <laughs> it's been it has been a good day. Now, last week was a week. Uh huh. Um. Every day I woke up and I was like, it's going to be, I'm going to choose joy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great day. Um, but it was just kind of one of those weeks where I think it was one, the weather. It mm-hmm. was cloudy and cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. Indoor recess mm-hmm. every day. Oh. Um, and so I, you know, and it was fun. And that's what I kept thinking. Like whenever we got to Friday, I was telling my parents, I was like, it's not like there was ever like a bad moment in each day, like a significant, like, yeah, this happened and this made my day bad. It was just one of those weeks where it was just a hard, like a heavy, hard week. Yeah. Um, and some weeks are just like that. Yeah. Know? That's what I'm feeling today. Yeah. I told Abby before we got here, I just feel kind of in a funk. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Can't get myself out of it. Trying to choose joy, but yeah. some days it's hard. It is just hard. And I do think mm-hmm. that <clears throat> there's something to like, the end of a season like we're kind of transitioning we're at the very end we've been through a long winter Mm -hmm. it's been dark like Mm -hmm. not almost spring and it's almost spring and so I feel like this time of year works kind of on your psychological your psyche a little bit and you know like we know in our spirits that it is time for a change a change and for light to come you know daylight savings time is a few weeks away which is always something I look forward to um and the sun was up at 6 30 this morning which just made me really excited even Mm -hmm. more so spring's coming tomorrow is March 1st so we're pumped oh it's already March I can't believe it yeah that's crazy it is crazy okay so tonight Mm -hmm. I we came thinking well Abby (laughs) thought we were gonna (laughs) talk about one thing we had Uh scheduled something and then I am just didn't look at my schedule and so I thought we were talking about something else yeah but that's okay and so we got here and started talking and realized okay that's what we're talking about yeah it needed to happen yep so tonight we just kind of want to talk on the subject of singleness yes and don't turn off don't Uh -uh. don't turn turn it off (laughs) Don't turn off the episode. Because I feel like we 
not preaching on it or anything, no, but just no. talking about our own experiences yeah. and kind of how we feel um, that maybe the church or ways the church could do a better job in mm-hmm. supporting and encouraging singles. So first, Abby, like yeah. just kind of explain like your experience with singleness okay. and how you have how do you feel about your okay. singleness? My singleness. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. That is a very loaded question. Mm. I, okay, so my, and we talked about this long, like at the very beginning of mm-hmm. the podcast, episode three, when we did the dating Q&A. Yeah. I touched on it. I think I just said it real quick. Um, I've been single my entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm 27. I'll be 28 in May. Um, and so I've never had a serious relationship. I've never had... I've had maybe, I've had one in all my years, one, like, where a guy and I would hang out sometimes, but it was never, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, anything like that. Um, And so, I I know singleness very well. (laughs) Um, I've always, it has always been a struggle, or not struggle, um, I guess you could say struggle, of, I've always wanted, like, Uh to be in a relationship, but I've never been... My personality, and it's a gift from the Lord that it's been this way. Um, personality, call it personality, call it convictions. I've never like gone after it because I've desired it in my heart. I've never like put footsteps to that to where I've just mm-hmm. made it happen on my own, mm-hmm. and that is purely by the grace of the Lord. Because there have been times where my flesh has like wanted to make something happen in my own hand, mm-hmm. um, but and I have seen that happen with. Um, other people around me where they wanted it and they just went after it and didn't matter with whoever, with whoever. And it didn't matter if it was the Lord's plan or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have never, I've never done that. Like if I liked a guy in high school, it was always a secret. Like I never Mm -hmm. went after. And that's just how I have continued my entire life, even into adulthood. Um, and so is a relationship, has it always been a desire of my heart? Absolutely. Is marriage a desire of my heart? Absolutely. But, um, I also know that the Lord has grown me in a way Mm -hmm. that in my singleness, in a way that I would have never, he's taught me things that I would have never learned if I had been married Mm -hmm. or even in a serious relationship Mm -hmm. at any point in my life. Um, it has been in a way almost, I've wondered if in a way he has used it as a thorn kind of Mm -hmm. in my side in order to keep me humble Mm -hmm. and in order to keep me tethered to him. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, like I've thought back to if I had gotten married young or if I had a relationship right now, um, then in my mind I could easily think, Oh, I've got everything that Mm -hmm. I've ever wanted. Mm -hmm. So Lord, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I don't have to. Yeah. I'm good. Um, and rather than right now, it has kept me. There have been so many things that he's taught me and I could go into, and I'm not going to um, right now, but there have been so many things that have kept me so closely tethered to him um, that aren't necessarily directly related to that, but they're kind of, mm-hmm. um, they're tied in a way to that. Mm-hmm. And so um, it has probably been the biggest learning curve mm-hmm. of my entire life of mm-hmm. how what he he has used it to teach me things mm-hmm. unlike a profession unlike yeah. anything mm-hmm. else 
singleness, he's used singleness to teach me the most. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, oftentimes we think of singleness Mm -hmm. as a bad thing because Mm -hmm. we do desire Mm -hmm. relationships. We do desire marriage and, you know, the Bible teaches that is a good thing, you know, but also the Bible also teaches Mm -hmm. that singleness is a gift. Absolutely. And that's what Paul says. We talked about this in first Corinthians, um, Paul wishes that people could have that gift like he had it because when you are single, that means your devotion is solely to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so in that season, and just like thinking about you, Abby, and how you've had this entire life season of singleness Mm -hmm. and, you know, look at how the Lord has worked in you and through you. And if you weren't in that season, he couldn't have done that in Mm -hmm. you. And he couldn't have done the things he's done through you either. Um, Because once you are in that relationship and you are married and your devotion is now split. Split, yeah. And you can't fully devote all everything to the Lord and to your spouse because the Bible says if your your devotion will be split mm-hmm. because you have to be devoted to your spouse as well. Right. And so I think, you know, of course I'm single too, but I have a little girl. Mm-hmm. So it's different because my devotion is split yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. Um, although like that it is a desire of my heart to meet a very godly man who mm-hmm. leads myself and my daughter yeah um right now in this season mm-hmm. like I really truly have loved it yeah because there's so many things that I wouldn't have been able to do right if I had been with someone mm-hmm. um and he's he's shown me that but speaking like just on you know being in the church yeah and the church you know, as a whole. The church like, as a whole, C. not one specific yeah. building yeah. that we're talking about. Church as a people group. Church as a people. <clears throat> you know, more often than not, we hear mm-hmm. um, or feel more pushed yeah. to to go after marriage. Yes. Um, and so how does, like, how do you feel about that as yeah. a single person who's in this single yeah. season mm-hmm. and you do, you're you don't see that in your life right now (laughs) and there's no one you can push into or, or you're going with, Uh like how does that make you feel Mm -hmm. when you, when you hear that Mm -hmm. from the church Mm -hmm. constantly? Yeah. Well, the, the ironic part is, is that on one hand it's this, and sometimes it's like a silent push. Mm -hmm. Other times it's very, you know, an outward Mm -hmm. push, but, um, on one hand, you have where you're encouraged, like marriage is encouraged, and if you're not married, then you are incomplete in all of these things, and yeah. that you, after you go to college, you go get married, and that is just how your life's supposed to work. But then on the other hand, <laughs> you were taught, too, that you need to be content, mm-hmm. and, and that contentment is the key to life, and if you're not content then you better pray about that and you better get to that real quick. <laughs> you better and be content. You better, you better, better figure it out <laughs> and be content. Because if you're not content, then you must not, you know, be walking with the Lord right where you're supposed to. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and and y'all, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, I have a hard time with this because I am content. I am content. I am content with where I'm at. I really am. Do I have to surrender daily? To my desires, 100%. 100%. 100%. But 
But am I content overall? Yes, I am content. I love my life. I love being single. Mm-hmm. Do I desire marriage, like you said? Absolutely. But I, I love, I love this life that mm-hmm. I've gotten to live. But whenever I hear, whether it's just from a media standpoint or from the church, uh-huh. of mm-hmm. oh, you need to date. It's like it keeps. It's like this hamster. Yeah. Will of it keeps it in the forefront of my mind, and whenever it's on the forefront of my mind, then I think oh, well, I must not be content because these people are telling me that I need to date, and I kind of want to date, and I kind of like this person. So I can't, people are like, well, you need to get it off your mind, and you just need to be content. But then they're like, oh, but you really need to go date these guys, and you need to find a godly guy and and so that you can eventually get married. And it's like, okay, well, I was content, but now you're telling (laughs) me that I need to date. And so, well, I kind of like this guy, and... I kind of want him to ask me on a date, but he hasn't yet. But yet, oh, but I'm content. But now I'm discontent because I really want him to ask me out on a date, but he hasn't yet. And it's like this just constant back and forth. And it, then you just are like, ah, like I'm going crazy. <laughs> um, and that's what it makes you feel like. And that is, even though it's like funny and I can laugh about it, it's the sad truth of yeah. like you're preaching contentment, but yet you're also preaching that I must be, you know, I, 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 I need to pursue marriage. this actively. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, and thank goodness that um, there are people that can speak to that and say, well, it's okay to have those desires. And they can kind of settle down those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness I have mentors that are able to settle that down mm-hmm. um, in me. But people that maybe don't have that or they aren't plugged into the church mm-hmm. and they are just looking at the media or maybe they don't know people within their church like personally mm-hmm. um they it's so easily misconstrued that um you can't have both almost yeah like you if you desire this then there's something wrong with you but at the same time if you don't desire it or if you like aren't actively seeking it mm-hmm. then there's an something. issue with that too yeah you're incomplete. So why don't you, you know, it's like this quote, which that's a lie, Mm -hmm. but it's this idea of you're single and you need two to tango. So you got to look for your other half. Mm -hmm. So you're incomplete, but yet you also don't want to go too much because then you're saying that you're not pleased with the life that the Lord's given you. And it's just this really hard thing of how do you balance? And so therefore people are like, well, Forget this. I'm either going to leave the church or I'm going to just go full-fledged into this pursuit of a relationship, mm-hmm. whether it's actually what the Lord has for yeah. me or not, because people are just, I'm, I feel this pressure. Or you've got the other extreme of, I am, I, I'm tired of being pressured, so now I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to come back because I don't want to be pressured into mm-hmm. I don't want to be pressured into something yeah. that I don't want to do. And that's and those are both very, very sad scenarios mm-hmm. that have very impactful consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think being, I think, and I'm just going to be, yeah. you know, real and honest yeah. how I feel. Yeah. Um, I am very content mm-hmm. in my singleness. Mm-hmm. I actually... Just like you, I love yeah. the life that I have, mm-hmm. even being a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, but I'm still single. Yeah. You know, I don't have a partner. Right. And I, I love that life. But then sometimes, you know, 
listening mm-hmm. to sermons or sitting in church and you feel like you said almost a pressure of well or something's wrong if you're not pursuing marriage right and instead of and, and don't get me wrong marriage is a good thing yes. and the bible teaches mm-hmm. it is a good thing mm-hmm. and and that is a good desire to have one right. day yeah but i feel like the church could do mm-hmm. and remember i'm not speaking about one specific church no. I, yeah. a, the, the whole as a whole yeah mm-hmm. a people mm-hmm. um that we as a people should do a better job mm-hmm. of also speaking encouragement into that right. single season yeah. Yeah. and encouraging mm-hmm. people to walk in a single season because right. just like Paul did, like yeah. he wished and he prayed yeah. that people would long for that uh-huh. the way they would long for marriage because of how good yeah. of a gift it is. It is. Yeah. And, you know, I, there are people that in the church and, uh, you know, that you hear that do a really good job of that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But majority don't. Yeah. And I feel like just as marriage should be talked about and should be encouraged and you should be preaching about mm-hmm. that, but also you should, on the other hand, right. speak life into singles. Yes. Yeah. And to encourage that walk there so yeah. that the Lord can use you however he wants mm-hmm. to use you in that in that season. And if you skip over that season yeah. and you go, you know, and you feel, you know, as a, a believer in the body of Christ mm-hmm. and you you feel from what you hear from everyone mm-hmm. around you that, you know, you have to go into marriage and you have to get married right. and this is this is the life mm-hmm. For you, you have to have this life to be to be married complete and to be and, complete mm-hmm. and have the blessings that you long for. And it makes people think that you have to skip that single season. Right. But really, in that single season is yeah. where you, God grows you to who you need to be and prepare you for Absolutely. someone later. Absolutely. And something that I thought of whenever you were talking about that and just the different seasons of life and the phases mm-hmm. that you go through and the pressure of going from this one whenever you mm-hmm. may very well skip over singleness mm-hmm. and everyone's story is different um however i know that like, for me personally whenever i do get those thoughts whenever i get really focused and honed in on oh i, I want to be married or oh i want to be in this relationship um oftentimes i will just get real quiet and get real still and just think about, okay, Abby, where's the root of this coming from? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be accepted? Do you want someone's attention? Mm. Do you want the reassurance that someone likes you, Mm. loves you, thinks you're beautiful? Um, Do you, what, what's lacking here? And oftentimes I think back, like, why do you really want to be married? And oftentimes it comes back to, one of the, like in this moment, yeah, you know, yeah. like in this moment, what is causing you to that to like constantly be on this thread, like this repeat uh-huh. in your mind of, and normally it all relates back to maybe something I've had a bad day mm-hmm. and I just want someone just to like, you know, mm-hmm. talk with me mm-hmm. and, and reassure me yeah. and, and give me attention or things like that. And I think about that and I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> Lord, whenever I do get married or whenever I do get in a relationship, that guy is going to be just as human as I am. Mm-hmm. He's not my savior. Mm-hmm. He's not my Messiah. He is just a guy. 
And I will love him. I will love him so much. And I will honor him and respect him so much. But ultimately, at the end of the day, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. You're my God. Mm-hmm. You're my Savior. Mm-hmm. You're my provider. Mm-hmm. And I, what I don't want to happen and what has been so pivotal for me, what has been so important to me in this season of singleness, it's been a lifelong, but like specifically since I graduated college, still being single because I never expected to be I mean, I, I expected to have <laughs> married and kids, yeah. like multiple kids by now, um, if you would have asked me back in high school and college. Um, but like within the last couple of years, I go through that. And I have those moments more than I would like to say. Mm-hmm. Like I, I find myself there probably at least once, several times a week, once mm-hmm. to several times on a good week. And um, I think back and I think, man, like, Lord, you truly, and it sounds so cliche, so please don't hear it that way. Mm-hmm. But like, Lord, you are my sustenance. Like mm, you are my, absolutely. you will sustain me for my lifelong day. And even whenever I'm married, guess what? I'm still going to have days where I just need attention. And guess what? My husband, he's not going to be the one who can fill that need. He's going to be there and he's going to do what he can, just like I will for him. But he's not going to feel mm. that need because he doesn't have that capability. Yeah. And I don't want that ever to be the reason that I'm in a relationship just because I want attention or I want to be told that I'm beautiful Mm. or I want all of those things. That is not the reason to desire a relationship. Mm -hmm. That's not what marriage is built for. Oh, I love Um, that, Abby. And so that is where you have to go back to in that season of singleness of we can moan and drone. And hey, guess what? We can all have a pity party. I mean, I have have those moments. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you, you, you have to... Go back, I would encourage everyone in those moments, if you are single, to think about the times, like whenever you're most desiring it, ask yourself, okay, why do I desire it? And if it is truly because you want to have a teammate to worship the Lord with and to um, go on mission with the Lord with and to serve him with, then hey, guess what? You're growing and you're where you need to be. And that's the desire that he has given you and you just stare right there and you keep giving that up to him and you keep praying over that. And, and in his timing, he will provide that. But oftentimes I have found that times whenever I am most just desperate to be in a relationship or I, it is constantly on my mind. Mm-hmm. Normally the root of it is not a godly root. It is not mm-hmm. a seed that the Lord has planted in my heart. It is a seed that this world has mm-hmm. that I need a man to give me what I desire. And that is just not true. He is going to compliment me and the Lord will use marriage as a gift, but it is not to fulfill us. It is not to complete us because guess what? He's just a guy and you're just a girl and y'all are just both human sinners Mm -hmm. that are doing the best that you can. And even it with all the love in the world, y'all are still just human. And what a beautiful story. The Lord can still write with us in that, but guess what? Those hard days, you're not going to be run, you, you may be running to your husband, but then y'all are both going to be running to the Lord mm-hmm. because the Lord is the only one who can fulfill any need, any sorrow mm-hmm. that you may have. You know? Preach it, Abby. Man. <laughs> that was the Holy Spirit. I don't know, but Abby has me. Like, well, I have chill bumps in here because yeah, you were preaching just, to me well, too. Like, yeah. I love everything you said. I can't. Yeah add anything to that that is perfectly said and all I can say is every I everything that you said I agree with yeah 100% and I think you said this yesterday when we talked and it reminded me of a time 
um, not too long ago of in those that moment of yeah. of really just crying out to the Lord. Yeah. And I remember getting to a place, and you said this yesterday, but of to this place of Lord, mm-hmm. if it is only me and you for the rest of my life here on yeah. earth. Yeah. I am okay with that. Be okay. And you have to be okay with that. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Because he will sustain you just like you said. He will fulfill you just mm-hmm. like you said. Mm-hmm. And he will carry you through yeah. to the eternity where yeah. you will not want anyone but yeah. him. Right. Exactly. You won't have that desire. Mm-hmm. So even if, yeah. even, even if, if, yeah. No one is placed in your path or you do not find a spouse and you do desire that. Mm-hmm. If you are seeking the Lord with all of your heart and you truly p- just pour yourself into mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. he will fulfill every need that you have. Absolutely. Just like Abby said. Absolutely. And you have to be get to a point in singleness. When you get to that point of, I'm okay, mm-hmm. if it is me, me and, and you, you forever, Lord. forever. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point, he will bless your socks off. Yeah. He will, and not in monetary things. I'm talking yeah, about no. the way he will work in you mm-hmm. and through you. And just open your eyes for, to oh, open your eyes yeah. to things because we think that and I think, oh, well, he's going to give me, if I can get to that point, then, then he'll give me a guy. No. Then he'll give me a husband. Not in necessarily. Ways you don't. You can't imagine. Beyond comprehension. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Um, last week in um, the sermon, there was a, it was from an author, and I wish I could remember her name, and I will post this at some point, but it was a statement, and it just about rocked my world. I'd never heard it before, but it said, there is power, What pow- if we only knew what power there was and accepted sorrow, and mm-hmm. um, and it's hard, and you can mourn, I mean, do I, are there days where I mourn mm-hmm. the fact that I'm not married yet? Yeah, <laughs> there are. Yeah. But, and it's okay to mourn them. But then after the mourning, just like whenever someone passes mm-hmm. away, you can't mourn forever. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, can, you can feel it forever. It never goes away. You never stop mm-hmm. hurting. There never stops to be that little twinge of mm-hmm. loss and hurt. But you have to find a way to move on. And if I stay stuck on the fact that I've been single for all 28 years of my life, then I could keep on living a pretty miserable life. Yep. And until I accept the fact that, Lord... This is the story that you've given me. It is a good story because you're a good God. And mm-hmm. you you have not, what is it that you told me that time of, he will not. He's not going to give someone else what he has, has planned for you. Planned for you. Exactly. Yeah. And I have not missed out on anything. Mm-hmm. You have not withheld any good thing from me. Mm-hmm. And if I trust you, and if I have placed my faith into you, mm-hmm. then that is where I rest. And so mm-hmm. I accept this Absolutely. and I'm going to move forward with this. Man, I don't think we can say anymore I because either. I think we have covered everything, but yeah. I have loved this conversation. Yeah, I have too. And I have loved your little sermon the that you just world. gave everybody, <laughs> all of our five listeners oh. and myself. <laughs> yeah. I think you're preaching to me. Well, I love that. Yeah. I'm preaching to myself. Uh, okay, guys. Do you so, have a favorite? Um, I was sitting here earlier thinking it's my turn to do favorite. And tonight, um, what popped into my head was um, on the Harris Creek Church oh, app. Oh, yes. Um, I love listening to JP. We love some Jonathan, Jonathan Pakluda. And he did a sermon series on um, Philippians. 
that I had listened to, and it was so, so good. I listened to yes. it twice. Yes. So if you ever want, or if you like to listen to sermons in the car like I do, yeah. I'm or like work. when you're getting ready in the morning. Yeah, when you're getting ready, putting your makeup on, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Yep. Um, if you download that app and go to his Philippian series, mm-hmm. it will bless you. Yes. Amen. Amen to that. That is also a good thing. Like I found always people would always say, I always listen to sermons like mm-hmm. all the time. And I always wondered, when do you do that? But I have started, I listen mm-hmm. to Charles Stanley in mm-hmm. the morning mm-hmm. whenever I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a quick little, like it a is, partial yeah. sermon, but it is a good, it's so good. It is. It yeah, just is it, a good way to get your mind right. And it is, um, even if it's like my, even if like you're still half asleep and if it's mindless listening, um, it still can feed your Subconscious. I don't know. It, I mean, feed, it feeds you truth. You it know? does. Get your because, mind right. I mean, we do have to think about what we're putting in our minds. Mm-hmm. And if we're listening to worship music or yeah. sermons instead of, you know, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you know, while we're driving on the road or putting yeah. our makeup on or watching Netflix or yeah. putting Just makeup those on, empty spaces those, in our life. Filling yeah. it with, with God's word mm-hmm. and teaching of his good, mm-hmm. truthful teaching yes. of his word. Yes. Then, um, you know, God will absolutely use that and grow you in that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. So that's it. That's all for tonight. I'm trying to think of how Frank says goodbye. Farewell. (laughs) Farewell. I don't know. (laughs) Bye, Frank. Bye, guys. We'll see see you next week. Bye.